Time now for Hear Me Out with your host, Betsy Esparza. Hear Me Out is brought to you by Front Street Books, your hometown independent bookstore. Census figures were released a couple of weeks ago, so I thought I'd do a quick review. Alpine's population increased by 130 people. Brewster County's population increased by 314. So that includes South County, Terlingua, Studi Butte, Lajitas, and Marathon. Everywhere outside of Alpine, but within Brewster County. Jeff, Davis's count, Jeff Davis County's population decreased by 346 people. And Presidio County decreased by 1,687 people. So I just wanted to kind of roll through some other stuff, which you can find yourself online at uh, census.gov. And you can even create some side-by-side tables so you can get some direct comparisons of anywhere in the area that you may want to nerd out on yourselves. Um, So Brewster County's total population is 9,203 people. And Alpine's is 5,982. So this is all uh, direct, these are all numbers that come out of the 2020 census, which is done every 10 years. Um, it is always sort of a challenge in this area to count everyone. Um, there are a lot of people who live in this area who are, who don't want to be counted, who are purposefully off grid and sort of looking to just live life sort of on the flip side. Um, so it's always a challenge. The, the, um, purpose of the census is, of course, to have demographics and information with which the government can make uh, decisions about budgeting, mostly. So um, I wanted to talk just sort of a little bit about that. Um, When we count, um, when we count everyone, those figures are used for things like uh, grant funding from from the federal government, mostly um, infrastructure grants, um, USDA grants, all, all sorts of things um, come into play um, using those figures because they're trying to determine need. So when we, we tr- we're always trying to get the most complete count that we can so that we can qualify for the most funding possible for for our area. And th- this isn't new, the the way that the funds are used. This this is decades old in um, for, uh, formulas and and um, the way that they they use the information. So the the other thing that happens after the census happens is redistricting, and that seems I think a 
uh, to a lot of people like something that happens in Austin, but it actually affects also our local governments as well. County, um, city, school board will all go through this process. And I was able to watch it happen at all three after the 2000 census. Um, and it, it, they used to, they used to have to do this sort of by hand and um, they now have software programs where they can zone in and zoom in on a block of people in the city of Alpine um, so that they can read those demographics and know how many females, how many males, what age group, uh, what race those people are. And it's really kind of interesting. So um, I watched it happen after the 2000 census at the, at the school district, at the city and at the county. And then I was, and then I, I was working at the courthouse after the 2010 census. So I really had um, kind of a deeper dive into how that all works. And there are lawyers and um, um, experts in how to, how to do this. And um, I, I presume that uh, all three of our local entities there will be looking to hire somebody to get to work on this very soon. Um, so there are hard rules about redistricting. And you, Martin, jump in any time here. Um, there, the purpose of redistricting and, and what that means are the districts included in any um, government. So county commissioner's court, justices of the peace, constables, um, school board single member districts, city of Alpine wards. Those are, they're, they're all divided up in their own way. But there are rules um, th that guide the redistricting in an effort to, um, in an effort at fairness and equal representation for each one of those districts. Um, and I, I actually, let me pull, pull one of those up here. So kind of as a basic guide, the redistricting criteria are c compactness, um, contiguity, equal population, preservation of existing political communities, partisan fairness, and racial fairness. So I think that <clears throat> the, uh, the, the purpose or, or the, the numbers have to be within like a, a 10% um, figure. They never want to deviate too far from 10% within each district of um, female, male, race, um, because they're wanting to create fairness in elected representation. And once the redistricting process is done, all of that information is sent to the Department of Justice who is the dis redistricting done every 10 years? Every 10 years. As long right. So all of that information is then sent to the Department of Justice who reviews it to, to, for fairness uh, to make sure it's equitable and equal. And um, they give kind of the final stamp of approval. Um, like I said, there are experts and I am not one of them. But I, I know that, that, that everyone will start working on this soon. And I would love for for us to be able to get one of those guys in here to who talk would to us one more of those it. guys be locally i don't know that we have anyone local they we we'd hi, we would hire i know that the, they were all using the the county's 
school and uh, maybe not the school. I know that the county and the city of Alpine were in the last couple of rounds using the same firm who um, had a contract with like a, a and they draw the map up the way they think it should look. Right. So you start with what you have and they they'll go in with their software and let's just use this the um, the city of Alpine as a there's five wards. They they can go in and look at those wards and look at all the data and find out how close they are within that 10% deviation. Um, and then they go and they can click a block and see if that will get them closer to where they need to be so that everything is equal. Um, they literally go onto their computer screen in the software that they have and click a block and say, oh, not enough females there or not enough males or what, whatever the case may be. And they keep on sort of looking all the while trying to keep them within the same population and keep those lines contiguous. And that's why when you see these maps, they're not necessarily drawn with straight lines by right. any means. Right. So they're also always um, trying to keep um, very um, obvious, prominent, natural boundaries so that... Um, if the river's there, you don't want to cross right. the river. Right. You don't want to take one block from the other side of the river right. and add it into this district. They're trying to they're trying to keep them um, in a in a sort of a routine pattern um, and in an and and also equal. It's hard. Yeah. It's hard work and it takes time. Yeah. Um, but you know the purpose is equal representation for everyone and that's that's a good purpose. That's, that is the goal. Right. Whether or not it is achieved is another story. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, and it, but it's hard work, and everybody's going to go through it um, here pretty soon. And, uh, and and with the with the help of computers, it's gotten a lot yeah, easier uh, than it yeah, used to Yeah, it be. must have been really painstakingly when you had to do it without computers, right. because you, they probably taking did, pencil to paper. Yes, and yeah. doing canvassing and whatnot. So. Right, right. So. Okay, well I'll tell you what. Let's take a quick break here. Let you catch your breath, and we'll be right back after this quick message from Front Street Books. About the Big Bend National Park or the Big Bend in general, Front Street Books is the all-info source for the whole area. From birds to wildlife, geology and hiking, maps and guides to make your visit the most enjoyable, Front Street has it all. Alpine and the Big Bend have so much to offer everyone. Front Street Books endeavors to be a supporter of all things important in our area. Informative programs and interviews are so valuable for our community. It is a pleasure to support them. Front Street Books thanks all those that participate in these community efforts. Betsy, uh, you had mentioned that uh, Brewster County grew by 300-plus numbers and, and Alpine 160. Was that 300 in addition to the 160? No, that's a total. So, so the, okay, the 300 so, would include Alpine's figure. In okay, it, yeah. so, you know, I think if you live out here and you travel from South County to Alpine, Double Diamond, this whole area, you might find that hard to believe that those numbers are correct. And... I put forth the fact that, as you mentioned, there's a lot of people who live, especially in South County, that want to be off the grid, don't want to be counted. There's a large number there. Plus, the folks who wouldn't mind being counted, they're distanced also. Right. And then plus, we throw in COVID, because I believe it was going on right. during the counting. Mm -hmm. uh, so I, I, I just find it hard to believe that 
that we only in the whole county, less than 200 people in the last 10 years. Well, I think that... And I know people leave town, people pass away. Sure. But uh, just with the number of uh, housings that have gone up in the last 10 years. You know, there's actually, let me see if I can find it, um, This that it includes um, the structures in in the... In, the, in in each county and city. Actually, I don't know if it does city. I think it does more county because I, I, I get kind of some X's when I look into some of those. So I think it kind of does it by county. But let's see. And then also while you're looking at that, Presidio County, here again, it went down over 1,000 mm-hmm. people. That's very unheard of on any border community. Right. Here again, you don't have to be an American citizen to take part in the census. You have to just live here. And I think that a lot of those folks were possibly intimidated or scared and and didn't fill out the surveys. Right. Um, and, and, of course, that number is just a, a simple, you know, subtraction from what it what it was in 2010. And I know that Marfa has lost a lot of uh, population and, and that they have sort of been fretting about that for the last several years about losing um population which causes them to lose like services like pharmacies and that kind of stuff so i i I wonder if a lot of that isn't actually in marfa um the it says in um brewster county 5575 housing units um that's the total that they have yeah do you know and i would uh I would think most of those have been built outside of the city of Alpine. Right. Especially like south between. Now, is that 5,000 additional or 5,000 total? That's the total. 5,500. Do do you have the 2,000, what 2010 was? Because, but, you know, as I say, just living out here and driving around these places, see the number of houses that have been built every year. Right. uh, And and the difficulty that these these, uh, canvases, canvassers, uh, must have faced trying to get these numbers. Right. So uh, I think we might be on the short end of the stick, and right. that doesn't help us. Right. That that's not good for the com- for the county. That's right. We want we want every person who's living here for any amount of time during the surveys to fill out the census. Right. We want everyone counted, and they and uh, uh, the county I know goes to um, great lengths to try to prepare people for the census as it as it comes up. You know, um, no, they do, and they and they yeah. tried hard. We we played a lot of PSAs and stuff, but we have the just the difficulties of people getting into Terlingua Ranch sure. down uh, Fort Davis Resort. Uh, you know, that's Jeff Davis County. But I'm saying there's there's resorts right. and, and uh, living uh, locations that are that are difficult to get to. Right, and just private property and being behind a gate. Exactly and that kind of exactly. thing. Yeah, it, it's 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 a tough business. You know, and it, but it's an and not everybody one. is. I hate to say this, but not everybody wants to share information, even though it's for the good of them. They're like, well, I don't know. My taxes are going to go up right. or my, this, that, or the other. They they get this fear. But right. uh, but really, it's it not only is it a, the law to take part in the census, it's really great to be counted. Right. So, um, so like I said, um, anyone can go and look at these figures at census.gov. And you can search by by uh, city, county, zip code, and get get some more information. Um, it, I mean, right down to households with a computer. Yeah. 
No, they, well, it's a, it's a lot of questions on, right. <laughs> on the census. Well, I mean, that, I mean that's of particular interest um, as, um, as we work toward building out the broadband yes. uh, to everyone and trying to get uh, as many people connected as possible. So uh, that was of particular interest, I know, with this year's census. All right. Well, the uh, the next census we got to wait till uh, <laughs> yeah, 20, nine more years. Or well, nine and a half. Nine and a half more <laughs> years, and uh, well, maybe the government that will uh, start pushing it within a couple of uh, a couple of years before. Yeah. So, all right. Well, uh, anything else we want to share? Well, school starts tomorrow. Good luck to everyone. Um, stay safe. Wear a mask. Um, the school district is highly recommending wearing a mask. Um, I, I hope that people will take that to heart and try to keep these kids and teachers safe. Um, it's a long year. It's going to be a it's going to be a long year. I hope it's not a tough start for for us. Everybody, just stay safe. Okay. Well, tell the folks where they can hear this podcast at. Hear Me Out is on Facebook, where we post information about upcoming program notes and other interesting links from around the area and the state. Find us on Apple Podcasts so you'll never miss a show. Search Hear Me Out Alpine and click on follow. If you missed the show, you can go back and listen to the podcast, which is uploaded about an hour after the live broadcast on Tuesdays. You can also email us at hearmeoutalpine at gmail.com. Thank you very much, Betsy.